0: Welcome back to the Inside Story with RLLC. Today, we will be talking to Gabriella about dual language. Hi, Gabby. How are you?
1: Hi, Tristan. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Excited to have you here. Um, The first thing I'm going to have you do is just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, of course. So thank you, Tristan, for inviting me to join the podcast I'm honestly so excited to share information with everyone. So my name is Gabriela. I'm originally from Nicaragua, and I grew up in a fully bilingual household. I graduated from Boston University, and now I work at the Reading and Language Center as an SLPA.
0: Amazing. Since you work with RLLC, the best place to find Gabby, if you're looking for her online, would just be on our website at readingllcenter.com. So if you're looking for her, that's where you can find her bio.
1: Awesome. So I'm excited to share information with you all about dual language learning, as well as some personal experiences. I'm also excited to debunk some myths surrounding dual language learning and share some information that you may relate to or even find helpful.
0: Amazing. We're so excited for you to share all of that. Um, Let's just jump right on in. So first question I've got for you is, how many Americans know more than one language?
1: Yeah, so this is actually a super interesting question because you may expect this number to be extremely high based on the cultural diversity that we have in the United States. However, according to the US Census Bureau, only 20% of Americans can converse in more than one language.
0: That is so interesting that America has kind of a, a lower percentage. So what would you say the percentage of the world's children are raised bilingual?
1: Yeah, so approximately 66% of children worldwide are raised as bilingual or have early dual language exposure. However, only 22% of American children can speak another language at home. So when you really think about it, 66 compared to 22% is a big difference. And it made me think about why there's such a big gap, which is why I wanted to do more research on the
0: topic. Yeah. What did you find from doing extra research?
1: Yeah. So one of the main reasons why I believe there's such a big gap between dual language learning worldwide and in the US is because there are many misconceptions or myths surrounding dual language learning. And here are just a few that I came across while watching a presentation by Milady Scott. So the first one that she talked about in her presentation is the belief that learning more than one language will confuse children. So, for example, a behavior that is often seen as confusion in bilingual children is code switching. And all code switching is, is when a bilingual child uses more than one language in one sentence. So it might sound something like this. I went to my casa to see mi abuela. And this is really interesting because while it might appear like confusion to others, research has shown that it is not the case at all. So, code switching is actually a normal part of bilingual development, and there are many reasons why bilinguals do this. One of them being that code switching happens frequently in their communities and in their families that speak more than one language. So, what is really going on is imitation of behavior that they are observing from other family members or peers. Honestly... Personally, to this day, I code switch nearly every day, and it is the most common way that I communicate with my family. Another reason why code switching is so common is that just as monolinguals, bilinguals are still in the process of building their linguistic resources. So essentially, when a bilingual child or adult cannot find the correct word in one language, they might borrow the same word in another language. So when you really think about it, it's just being flexible language users. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool and like I said, like I use it every day. Like when I call my parents, when I call my brothers, I usually speak in what we call Spanglish, right? I <laughs> transition from one to the next all the time. Right. So there's also further evidence that suggests that bilinguals use their two languages strategically. And this is amazing because children as young as two years old can adapt what language they're using depending on their conversational partners. So we can conclude that learning more than one language cannot confuse children at all. Wow. That is,
0: that was very thorough, first of all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And really eye-opening because it, that sounds like children feel like a little bit more advanced in their like, language learning, kind of, because you've got, you've got two languages that you're learning similar vocabularies in, which is super cool.
1: Yeah, and I like to think of code switching as like bilingual ingenuity, right? When you, right. Can't, when you can't find one word in one language, it's kind of like you work smart and not hard and you yeah. just transition into the other one.
0: Yeah, exactly, very cool.
1: So another common misconception is that speaking two languages can cause a speech or language disorder. And research has shown that this is just a myth because bilinguals have comparable milestones to monolingual speakers. And learning another language can definitely not cause a delay or a disorder. However, it is important to know that if a bilingual child does have a speech or language disorder, it tends to translate across both languages. So what this means is that if a child is equally fluent in both languages, the two languages will be equally affected by that disorder.
0: Wow. I didn't think about that, but it definitely makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. So now that we've dispelled some of those myths, What are the benefits of learning dual or multi-languages?
1: Yeah, so there are many benefits of learning more than one language. And these include improvements in executive functioning. In general, research indicates that bilingualism provides a strong form of brain training that can improve a child's development of executive functioning and control. And what this, what they really mean by brain training is that bilinguals are constantly filtering information to determine what language they're being spoken to while also continuously experiencing and controlling their dual language activation at all times. So the bilingual experience can also be seen as a form of brain training or even multitasking. Wow. Yeah. So dual language learners also typically have increased metalinguistic awareness. And metalinguistic awareness is someone's ability to consciously understand the properties and structures of language, as well as how they are used to communicate. They also may experience aging, health, and academic benefits.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. For example, there are studies that show how learning more than one language can actually have a positive effect on later life cognition. And this includes individuals who learned a new language as an adult. Um, so, all of these benefits, you can have them even if you learned a second language now as an adult. Wow, that should encourage yeah. a lot of folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Essentially, speaking more than one language is associated with higher performance in processing speed and verbal abilities, and in general, better cognitive reserve. So being multilingual can also have a major impact on your academic and professional success. And there's a really cool statistic that says that bilingual adults tend to have higher average salaries and greater career
0: opportunities. Wow. This, like, really is inspiring me to learn another language. I've always wanted to learn Italian. And, you know, you have to take a language in college. So that's what I did. I learned Italian. Um, but you don't get the fluency unless you're fully immersed in the language. And, like, with, you know, other people. So
1: that is yeah, really cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you should give it a shot. It's never too late to learn any language. You're right.
0: I'm going to do it. <laughs> so... Twitching back to kids at home, are there some fun activities that parents can do at home to make language learning very exciting and interactive?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you could do word games, riddles, rhymes, songs, or even storytelling. There are so many bilingual books on Amazon and different websites that are accessible to literally anyone with a computer And frankly, there are so many activities that you could do, you just have to be a little creative. For example, I made this one up, you could do words of the week and you just pick a day and you decorate some flashcards with some new vocab words and then you place them around your house and encourage your children or even yourself to use those words when you see the flashcards. So it's simple activities that like these that can provide constant exposure which can make such a huge difference.
0: Wow. Yeah, I've I've seen the flashcards um, as a recommendation, but I've never done it myself. So maybe I'll have to start doing that.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Mm-hmm. And then my last big question for you, which is a little bit different from the other ones, is can you explain how language and culture are intertwined?
1: Yeah, so in the simplest terms, if you interact with a new language, you are essentially interacting with a new culture. And what this really means is that learning a new language goes beyond learning its properties and its structures, because you're also learning about a new culture or a group of people that speak that language. So this gives individuals who are learning a new language a unique opportunity to learn about a different culture's food, its history, its traditions, and even their way of life. and. If a child and their family speak that language, it can also help individuals stay connected to their own culture, which eventually will help them develop a strong sense of identity.
0: That is amazing. That is so cool. That was my last like question for you. But the last like little bit is just do you have any resources to share with parents?
1: Absolutely. So I would like to share these two amazing books, which I think can be helpful for parents of dual language learners. These two books explain and break down the bilingual experience and its benefits in a very realistic and simplistic way. And it might be a great place to start for parents who are even considering raising their children as bilinguals. So the first book is called Bilingual Life and Reality by Francois Grosjean. And the second one is called The Bilingual Brain and what it tells us about the science of language by Albert Costa.
0: Amazing. And for the audience, I will make sure to put those links to those books in um, the show notes so that everyone can have access to them. Well, Gabby, before we wrap up, do you have anything else you want to share with us? Yeah,
1: so I guess I just want to encourage everyone to get out of their comfort zone and learn a new language if they've always wanted to do that. And yeah, thank you so much for having me, Tristan.
0: Of course. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much to the audience as well for listening today. And remember to subscribe so you know when we get our new episodes out and leave us a little rating and review. Again, thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. just want to let the audience know of something really cool that gabby does here at rllc she is actually um, heading a spanish teaching program it's called espanol con gabby and it's for children and adults so anyone that is interested in learning spanish it's one-to-one sessions and they're an hour long for forty dollars so you guys should definitely check those out i'll have those linked in the show notes as well if you're interested